You're listening to the Open Bible Podcast, where we bring Bible truths to basic principles. I'm your host, Richard Moses, and thanks again for joining us today for this great conversation. In the studio with me is Pastor George Riddell, the lead pastor of Open Bible Baptist Church. Hey, if you haven't already, do us a favor. Follow us on Twitter at The Open Bible Pod. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Check us out everywhere you listen to podcasts and make sure that you give us a rating so that we can help more people bring Bible truths to basic principles. Now, let's get started with today's episode. Well, Pastor, it has been a while since we've been in here recording, and a lot yeah. has happened in that little bit of time. Yeah, it has. So you went on vacation. Yeah. How was that? It, it was good. What were you able to do? I uh, went down to North Carolina to see my uh, daughter. North Carolina? Yeah. Did you get some barbecue? Yes, I did. I got barbecue with uh, Jonathan Blankenship. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I like I like North Carolina barbecue. It's yeah, like it was that good. Vinegar-based barbecue. Yeah. It's pretty good. But you got some you got some other good food you told me about. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We had uh we had some really good food. It was good to be able to sit in a restaurant. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, I'm doing that tonight. Are you? As of today, New Jersey has allowed people to um sit in restaurants. Hey. So I'm taking my wife out to dinner tonight. Where are you going? We're going to a place called Felomino's. Mm. I have a gift card. So ah, yeah. yeah. It's an Italian place. Yes, it is. Over, over in, in Berlin. Uh, yeah, over in Berlin. Yeah, so, I know where it's, I've been there before. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Never, never been. So oh, it's good food. The, the menu looks great. Yeah, I yeah, got, but a, you, you I got went, a gift card, too. You got a gift card? Yeah, I did. Oh, man. How much is yours for? I'm not telling you. Oh, Okay. It's like fifty bucks. Yeah, mine was two hundred fifty. Oh no, man. I'm just kidding. I got fifty bucks too. I just ah, wanted sure. to, you it know, one up you. That's good. That's good. You already do that. Let me look at, look at yourself. Look at yourself. Look at yourself. Hey. <laughs> anyway, hey. Um. So, what about that Lithuanian food though? You had was it Lithuanian? Uh, no, Laos. 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 That was sounding good. Tell me yeah, about that. My um, <clears throat> my son-in-law is Laos, and obviously that means his parents are Laos, and um, mm-hmm. they, she came over and made us um. Uh, Laos food mm-hmm. yeah, had some uh, egg rolls, but they're a thinner egg roll, mm. and um, this this rice and noodles, and it was phenomenal. It just, sounds like it. it. It was just absolutely phenomenal. I usually don't like homemade Oriental food or Asian food. Uh-huh. Um, hers is just tremendous because it's done right. Oh, it's definitely done right. That's I told awesome. her she needs to open up. I said, Kim, you need to open up a restaurant. She just <laughs> smiled. <laughs> Kim, if you're listening, yeah, we have your first donor for the investment <laughs> right here. Anyway, hey, and I have big news. Do big it. news since our last since our last podcast. Yes, you do. February thirteenth, baby Moses number two coming into a bull rush near you. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's it's gonna be awesome. I'm, uh, so pretty, now you got Moses and Joshua. Oh my! Oh, let's, right. I hope, yeah, hopefully Joshua and not Aaron. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, no offense to Aaron, but you know Joshua's. <laughs> Quite a warrior. Yeah, so that's exciting. Elaine and I are very excited about that. Yeah, so we're lots, excited for you, man. Lots happened, um, but, you know, we were back in our building yes. at the church, which is awesome. And uh, now that it's September, we're into Missions Month. And, man, we're just really excited about everything God is doing here in South Jersey. Last time you were with us, we wrapped up a series called You and Your Bible, mm-hmm. and we answered five big questions about your relationship with your Bible. Now, today we're going to start a brand new series, and today we're titling the series How to Continue According to the Bible, How to Continue According to the Bible. Open Bible Baptist Church has been in South Jersey for over 60 years, and we have seen God do some incredible things. Um, pastor, you've been a part of most of the story. Yes. Um, as your father before you was the pastor here, you were away for a little while. Now you've come back and and pastored this church for 10 years. 
And so you've really been able to witness the power and the blessing of God upon this place. Yeah, it's been incredible, to be honest with you. And I think that you would probably say that none of that could have been manufactured. Everything had to have been uh, based upon the Word of God. Yeah, it, it really was. Um, my dad has always been a uh, Bible-centered, text-driven type preacher. Mm-hmm. Um, we learned tons of doctrine. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember going to college where, to be honest with you, I didn't even study for my doctrine classes because we were so. the only class I really had to study for was Greek because it was memorization, but everything, my advanced theology classes, mm-hmm. those, I mean, uh, it's just, he was excellent and still is an excellent teacher of the word of God. And anybody who has a strong foundation in their doctrine and their theology will be able to navigate difficult things in life from a very biblical point of view. Because like you said before, on our very first episode, if you have the right view of the Bible, you have the right view of your life. And so as you learned those doctrines, they really started to shape and mold what your ministry, can I say style or preference or um, uh, philosophy was going to be moving forward, correct? Yes. Um, it's it's strictly, we, we try and do our best to follow what the Bible teaches. And so, yes, we have a lot of programs at our church. We've got a, a children's program, a youth program, men's and ladies events. We've got a missions program. Um, we've got a podcast. We've got live streaming of our services. We've got all these different things that we do. But the base for all of those things is the Word of God. In fact, we even talk many, many times about, hey, you know, if, if the music is more than the preaching in the service, then we're backwards, you know, or if the if the technology is overshadowing the preaching of the Word of God, then we got it backwards. Mm-hmm. We always have to base everything we do on the Word of God. Correct. And so for the next couple of weeks, we're going to talk about how to continue in the future in the Word of God, because we truly believe for our church that the greatest days are ahead. Yeah. Um, we believe that God is, is setting us up to do some uh, wonderful things if we're just faithful and obedient to what He gives us, and we're good stewards of the gifts that He He's giving us, then God will let us see some incredible things happen. We're praying that people are saved, but more importantly than not, I love that people are going to get saved, but more importantly, we want to continue in the Bible. We want to make learning believers of the word of God. We call them disciples. Yep. And so how do we do that? Let's start off with our text today in Matthew chapter number 28. All right. Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 through 20, and then 2 Timothy 2, 2. They're the basis for all that we do here. And in Matthew chapter 28, verse 16, says, Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things, Whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. And then in 2 Timothy 2.2, it says, And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. So that's our text, and let's get into what that means today. So what we're going to break down today, how to continue in the Word of God, and the theme is our heartbeat for the Bible. And a heartbeat can also be used in the word mission. Your mission is your heartbeat. So for me, my mission as a father is to see my son grow up to be a godly, God-fearing, full-of-character young man. Yep. And our mission as a church is what, Pastor? Well, it's uh, according to these two verses, well, these two passages, I should say, is to make disciples of Christ who are making disciples of Christ. Can you unpack that for us a little bit? What does that look like in your mind? 
Um, well, what it looks like is that we are to um, be sharing the word of God with others and taking non-believers mm-hmm. and turning them into believing learners, and then them in turn taking non-believers and turning them into learning believers. That may mean that we're doing uh, a bunch of small groups on Mondays and Tuesdays uh, nights or whatever the case may be, or or it, it could mean that we are doing uh, a connection uh, a group, a connect group on a Sunday morning. Um, part of that would be obviously our, our Sunday morning corporate worship together. Mm-hmm. Um, all those things. It could be one-on-one at Starbucks. Um, there, there are many ways to be able to help someone have um, uh, a, a learning uh, time in the Word of God and, and you investing your life into someone else. What I don't think discipleship necessarily is, it may include this, but discipleship is not necessarily just going through a book, mm-hmm. okay? Um, uh, like, uh, though we use that. Right. You know, we use continue, I think, here. Yeah, I know we use continue here. And... Um, that's good, but it's really life uh, touching life, impacting and, and using the Bible as our basis. Yeah, we may have a framework, but more than a framework, it's about a relationship. Exactly. Relationship with Jesus and a relationship with that person that you're walking along this process of discipleship mm-hmm. with. And when you make a believing learner, yes, that first step is to trust Jesus Christ as Savior. But our fear is that we don't want to be a place where that's all we do. Because God's called us to share the gospel, yes, and that is vitally important. That's the number one mission of the church, to share, but also to teach. Mm -hmm. And so we do people a disservice when we give them their, quote-unquote, get-out-of-jail-free card to to hell. And and then we don't actually take them on the journey of, now look what that means for your life, all the freedom that you have, the peace that you can live with, because you know a personal, loving, caring, Mm -hmm. God-fearing person. And um, so that's kind of what we do. And our motive behind that is twofold. Tell us our, our motive that, to our mission. Well, our motive is to glorify God. That's the ultimate uh, motive. It should be the ultimate motive for every believer, mm-hmm. every church, um, everyone who names the name of Christ. It is to glorify God. Uh, the book of Corinthians, Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians, what, that whether ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, do it all to the glory of God, mm-hmm. uh, everything. What was Jesus' mission here? To glorify God. Mm-hmm. What was the, uh, if you go back into the Old Testament, what was the ultimate purpose of the nation of Israel? It was to glorify God, to make his name known. That, that's what it means. That's one of the meanings of glorifying God, to make his name known among all nations. And so that's what we're supposed to do. That's our motive. And then our mission is to tell others the gospel. Our motive and our mission go hand in hand because as we glorify God with our lives, people are going to see a difference in us. And a lot of times, you know, you, olden days, you heard the, the term lifestyle evangelism where, right. well, I'm just going to live my life pure of character. I'm going to live my life according to the Bible and people will see the difference in me and they will want what I have. Um, and I will be able to just overflow with the love of Christ as I try to live glorifying Jesus Christ. And that is a phenomenal way to do it. Why? Because number one, it's living according to the Bible. And number two, you're seeing people trust Jesus Christ, not because of your words or you're convincing them to do so, but because they see a difference in you 
that is truly lived out by the disciples that you've been making. And whether it be one disciple that you make or a hundred disciples that you make, you're bringing glory to Jesus Christ. And I love the motive of glorify God because glorifying God is not about numbers. It's about obedience. Right. And so if we are just obeying God and doing what he wants to do, if one person comes, fantastic. Mm -hmm. If thousands come, fantastic. We know that we are obeying Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's amazing how most Christians, and I'm saying that because it's true, most Christians believe that the larger the ministry, the more numbers a ministry has, then that's that's a a, a better ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not the criteria. Uh, mm-hmm. Though God bless, may he bless with numbers, and that's phenomenal. I, I, I have no problem with that. Sure. Um, but at the same time, that's not our measuring stick. Mm-hmm. That's not the barometer. Um, the barometer is, am I glorifying God? And through that, am I making believing learners uh, that will follow that will follow God? So we're making disciples of Christ who are making disciples of Christ. And if you see that happening, you know you're fulfilling the mission of the church because that is the foundation of everything that we do. It's the foundation of all of our ministries. It's the foundation of our preaching, of our music, of the media that we use. It's our foundation. And if we're glorifying God, then we know that we're living our life according to the Bible. Man, that's a great start to this series. Let's take a break real quick. Do the Rich and Riddell Minute, okay? Sounds good. Let's do it. All right, folks, it's that time in our show again. It's the Rich and Riddell Minute. And as I walked into the studio this morning, it was a crisp 66 degrees. It's September here in South Jersey. A wonderful time to celebrate the beautiful weather with your family. And so today on the Rich and Riddell Minute, Pastor, tell us one thing that you love to do as a family or loves to do as a family growing up during the fall in South Jersey. Well, I like to just be outside walking, uh, maybe do, uh, we, we've taken our girls to pumpkin patches. That's all, always fun. Oh, yeah. Pumpkin patches. Great. Yeah. There's one called Duffields yes. that I've heard about. I'm excited to go to it. You need to go and get their uh, apple cinnamon cider donuts. Unbelievable. I'm excited. Something that we do as a family every fall is we take one day in October and we deem it fall day and we make all of the fall treats, the pumpkin loaves, the Chex Mix. We carve the pumpkins and we make oh, them look wow. all nice. And we just call it fall day and we invite people over. It's a blast. It's a family tradition we've had for many, many years. And we're excited to continue it this year. Yeah, it sounds great, man. So enjoy the fall, folks. It's been the Richard Riddell Minute. I'm pretty excited for fall. Yeah, me too. I'm, uh, I'm excited to see, number one, what God does with our church. Yes. And I'm excited to experience my first fall in the northeast oh man you're gonna love it the full the full kit and caboodle the the colors are absolutely beautiful uh one of our one of our deacons was telling me the other day this is the only reason he lives here for for these (laughs) for these three months these next three months is the only reason he lives in jersey it is nice and so uh yeah I'm, i'm really really excited so folks we're talking today about how to continue in the word of god our motive is to glorify god our mission is to tell other people the gospel and to make believing learners of the lord jesus christ and so we're in a month called Missions Month here at Open Bible, and during Missions Month, we highlight ministries from all over the world 
that we partner with, that we give support to financially, and that we give prayer support to to see the gospel go forward. Um, and so since we are a ministry that our mission is making disciples who are making disciples, tell us a little bit about what we look for in other ministries that we would partner with, Pastor. That's a, that's a really good question because, uh, you know, I've been asked that. Uh, before, why do we partner with certain ministries and, and don't partner with others? Though there, I want to uh, clarify that there are a lot of good ministries out there, um, and I wish I could partner with them all. You right. know, but right. uh, God's given me a vision, and and uh, we have a certain direction. And so, the ministries that we look to partner with are those who are um, a church planting uh, ministries those who uh, are dealing with trying to get the Word of God printed in uh, either unwritten languages or uh, uh, for uh, people with their native tongue. Mm -hmm. And so that takes uh, a lot of effort. Um, but uh, there's other good, you say, well, what about this missionary or whatever the case may be? They've got maybe a, a, a sports mission or mm -hmm. they're doing uh, different, different things, which are good things. But the reason we don't support them is because that doesn't mean that they're bad. It just means that it doesn't fit within our vision. Mm -hmm. That's all. Mm -hmm. That's all. So Our vision is to be able to take the Bible into every language, into every continent, into every culture. In fact, one of the ways that we do that is through our Reach 2035 evangelism. Yes. Our, our goal is to reach every country, all 190 of them, by the year 2035 with some type of of Bible-believing missionary or Bible project. Mm -hmm. And so we are trying to do our best to be able to do that uh, financially, number one, but just finding the right projects to do that as well. And we do believe that we can use so many different avenues to be able to get the gospel out. So whether it be a hospital that's set up or whether it be a basketball game that's played, we think that is a great thing. And we would be behind that on, on a short-term basis, but something that we're going to invest big amounts of money or big amounts of time into, we want it to be on mission with what Open Bible is looking for. So whether it be a stateside work or whether it be a, an international work, we look for the basis, is the basis the Word of God, right? Correct. And and I think that, uh, you know, churches really are notorious for being, you know, an inch deep and a, and a mile wide. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And so I want to be careful of that. Um, I want to make sure that uh, we're not sidetracked um, we do so many things many times. We've got to keep the main thing the main thing. Uh, right. We've got uh, uh, many fellowships, this, that, and the other thing. We can get involved in so much. But I want to make sure here at Open Bible, at least as long as I'm pastor here, uh, the, the purpose is making disciples or believing learners who are making believing learners. Yeah, and as we do that, we're, we are going to continue in doing our different ministries, but we're going to continue doing them with the intention that believing learners make believing learners. So, for example, let's say that we wanted to start a uh, a, uh, a crocheting ministry, okay? Yeah. I'm going to get all the needles and the yarn. I'm going to go to uh, whatever the store is, Hobby Lobby, buy all the needles and the yarn, and we're going to have a crocheting ministry, okay? Okay. Okay, we could have a crocheting ministry. Right. We could, absolutely. In I fact, hope you just didn't start something. <laughs> in fact, in fact, we, 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 we might even get some people to come out to it. Right. You know? We might even get a, a room full of people to come out to it. Right. We might even be able to have unsaved people come right. and crochet. Right. But if we have a crocheting ministry that never once opens the Bible, mm -hmm. that never once talks about the Bible, that never once is able to come and say, hey, this person's life is better because of this ministry, then that ministry is a failure. 
Right. So we're so we are all about having things to do. Yes, mm -hmm. that that's great. We want things to do. We want places for people to connect, but we want them to connect on a very intentional and in a very valid basis, to where we can look back as a team and say, okay, we know that X, Y, and Z has made that person's life better. And X, Y, and Z is the Bible, the prayer, and the dedication to learning the Word of God. So that way, if those things are happening in the ministry, we know that that ministry is a valid ministry that we want to put time, effort, and energy into. No doubt. And um, uh, we, we, the, the goal is to make sure that, um, like you said, that the Bible is our basis. Mm -hmm. And then we are seeing people developed into Christians and then Christ-likeness and them doing the same thing over and over again. I know I'm repeating myself, but I'm doing that on purpose because right. that is what it's all about. And to be honest with you, um, as I evaluate Open Bible, if I see ministries that are not um, doing that, uh, they will be, if not eliminated, significantly diminished right. um, in prominence at Open Bible. Yeah, and we do that not because we want to hurt anybody's feelings, but because we believe that that's what we need to do in order to glorify God. Correct. Because our motive is to glorify God. And a disclaimer. We will not be starting a crocheting ministry. Yes. No, we won't. <laughs> it's it's no. just a disclaimer. Or knitting hey, ministry or, knitting or ministry, quilting ministry. Or quilting ministry. Yeah, not, sorry. not that those things aren't good, but, right. hey, but great. do it. We love it. We love it. Hey, so complacency for the church is when the church becomes satisfied with its reach in the community and around the world and becomes so inward focus, focused that it misses the outward focused disciple making that it needs to have. Mm -hmm. And our goal at Open Bible is to never become a place where complacency is the norm, but we're never satisfied with what has happened. We always want to see God do more. Yeah. Matter of fact, when I first got here as pastor, probably two years in, I had somebody come up to me and say, pastor, um, you're always talking about everything that's going on. Uh, we want to be able to reach people outside, outside. What about us? Mm -hmm. And uh, I was kind and gracious to the person when I asked him, but I'm thinking, the church isn't about us. Mm -hmm. It's about reaching others, you know, and, and they meant well when they said it and they were kind and gracious when they said it, but I'm not going to be a keeper of the aquarium. Right. Um, I want to be a fisher of men and see people come to know Jesus Christ as their personal savior. Because that is exactly what Jesus told us to do. Yep. And so a church that is living according and continuing in the Bible is a church that is making believing learners of Jesus Christ. And if you are a Christian that is continuing and following the Bible, you will be making believing learners of Jesus Christ because we are the church. Well, folks, thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Open Bible Podcast. We hope that it's been a help to you. If it has, would you do us a favor? Leave us a rating wherever you listen to podcasts. Share, click subscribe on YouTube, and let other people know how they can bring Bible truths to basic principles. Thank you so much again for listening. Follow us on Twitter at The Open Bible Pod, and we'll see you next week right here where we bring Bible truths to basic principles. Thank you.